Hey, all you bald and balding people, Kristen and Paige here. If you could please pause this episode right now before you listen and go to the top of our profile wherever you're listening to our show, please do. Ratings help people find our podcast easier. It will only take a few minutes out of your day, so please go leave us a rating if you're an avid listener. Thank you. Those bald chicks are here to slay. Stop what you're doing, plugging and play. Those bald chicks will make your day. So stop what you're doing and say, Those bald chicks. Hello, all you bald and balding people, and welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Paige and our second guest, Lily Detake, who was also our last giveaway winner. So congrats. We hope you enjoyed everything. She is a Des Moines native singer slash songwriter, a dog bum, which we love, and a book lover who has recently braved the shave after dealing with hair loss her whole life. Welcome, Lily, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you got it. I know. We're always so excited to have new people on and just hear their stories. So we're excited to throw some questions at you that we kind of curated towards singing and songwriting and being on the big screen, I guess we call it. Big screen. (laughs) The big stage. The big screen. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Start us off with your hair loss journey. Yeah, I've had alopecia in one form or another since I was a child. I experienced massive hair loss, like almost complete hair loss my fifth grade year. Okay. Um, so like when I was like 10, got almost to the point where I was talking about wigs, but I was mostly just like wearing hats. And as a kid, like that's kind of hard, especially like going through school and having to explain to people that, you know, I didn't have cancer. I didn't have like a really, really severe illness this is just something my body was doing. And kind of learning how to like know that myself too. And you know, you're a child, so you kind of just don't understand really what's happening. So yeah, on and off, I like had that cute thing where my hair would grow back and then it would go away and then it would grow back and then it would go away. <laughs> I love yeah, how you yeah. call it the cute thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Not the horrible dumpster fire that it yeah. is. But, you know. <laughs> the annoying thing. Um, yeah doing like the head injections that were super again very cute very fun um dealing with the little shark fin hairs oh yeah yep we've all been there i know we've all (laughs) seen and dealt with all that stuff yeah (laughs) fun to go through yeah you just never really know like just kind of major whiplash and you know growing up like socialized as like a woman in this society too is like your hair is really important and has a lot that's tied into like your self-esteem and all things that you know you've talked about a million times and we've all talked about a million times but it is kind of a thing that you have to kind of mourn right and so eventually last year I was talking to my mom about this today at this time last year I was losing more hair than I had even since that time that I was 10 and um, I was with my boyfriend in Mexico for a wedding this time last year and there's this really beautiful video that his mom captured of us dancing. And in the video, you can just see like all of my bald spots all over my head. And what was like a really beautiful moment, I kind of got really self-conscious about because I just like had no idea how bad or how, not bad, but how much hair I was really losing. Right. Because like, you can't see the back of your head, you know? Absolutely. So February of this year is when I decided I was about to go off on tour. I was heading down to South by Southwest. 
and I didn't want to be wearing hats because I had just been wearing hats all the time to cover it. And so I decided finally to shave my head, which was a big choice, but one that right I didn't before feel. tour too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big decision to do right before something so big. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's sort of what propelled it. You know, if yeah. I I would have just continued to wear hats because that's what I had been doing. But it was yeah necessity. Like I didn't want to be sweating, and so I wore wigs for just a couple weeks my mom happened to work at a salon that deals a lot with wigs for people who lose their hair which was kind of oh. a little wonderful coincidence yeah right yeah and then eventually I just felt a little bit more comfortable without it and I feel like this is always what I am the most comfortable being is just like bald which right. is wonderful I would have never guessed yeah when was yeah. your first time on stage bald it was like a branch off festival at South by how'd you feel were you a little and scared felt, of yeah I was definitely very scared yeah but, um no I felt great Really? Yeah. That's so great. Was it like the first initial nerves were, oh my God, am I really about to do this? And then when you got out there, it kind of just washed away? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, for better or for worse, I felt that being bald has grabbed a lot of attention, not always great attention, but yeah, right. as a musician and as an Americana musician, honestly, a female Americana musician, you kind of want folks to look at you maybe more than they would otherwise so it became kind of a double-edged sword in that way where I think people maybe looked because they were like what's wrong with this person and then maybe they continued to look because they liked it or maybe they kind of were like what is wrong with this person right (laughs) either way they were listening which was kind of cool so yeah but again very double-edged because that can be yeah sometimes you're not always ready for all the attention that it can get or the assumptions and the questions yeah. and yeah, absolutely. So when you went on stage and you were like more free because you had, you weren't hiding anything, did yeah. your like music change? You know, it did a little bit. Um, That's a good question. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think just like how we all perform differently in our everyday lives when we're comfortable. Yeah. It was right. just like that. I wasn't self-conscious about, you know, my bun falling in a weird way so that you could see like a bald spot or my wig falling off because I was so sweaty or something you know what I mean it was just like nothing like pun intended nothing was there I mean (laughs) you know what I mean but where you didn't have that worry anymore you were just you that's an interesting question though too because I feel like maybe you perform better because it's not an obstacle that's stopping you anymore like you can right sing louder and put on more of a performance because it's not in the back of your head anymore you're just like hey this is me so that's really cool you're the only person that we've had on that has been on a stage with your alopecia we really want to know is there any hurdles with that to jump like you said I know you said like people coming up to you and possibly it's a double-edged sword what is the cons of it yeah well, I think the cons of it are sometimes just folks don't understand it or I get a lot of time. I mean, I still I have like some hair growing, yeah. um, you know, so sometimes on stage it also looks like I maybe have like a head tattoo or something. And so I do get yeah. a lot of people that come up and just ask me about it because maybe it looks like a choice or ask me why I did it and maybe like are kind of like looking down about it. Again, yeah. we're talking about kind of the roles of like femininity and like hair is very tied up in that. So yeah, I think what this has really shown me in the almost year that I've experienced being on stage, but also not, is people mm-hmm. are very brave about talking to other people about their bodies in ways that I just never really realized before. Yeah. But the audacity of some folks to come up and talk to you about something that you have no control over is right. just 
never ceases to amaze me. I kind of understand the double-edged sword, too, because, like, of course you want to spread awareness and talk about it and open up that conversation, but you also are there for a reason, for your music, and you want the attention to also be on your music and your performance. So it's like, hey, let's stop focusing on this and let's talk about my music a little bit more. You know what I mean? So I completely understand the double-edged sword of that. And we know the audacity of people. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, do we. It's incredible. Yeah, it's in person and online. It is mind-blowing, the things that people assume, say, like, holy crap, we're always blown away. That's why I know Kristen always says it, that alopecians, people with hair loss, are just really strong people because we deal with a lot of stuff. So not only are we losing our hair, but we're dealing with everybody's assumptions and everybody's (laughs) unsolicited advice and yeah yeah. so I applaud you for that though because you're putting yourself completely out there being on stage and and we love to see it because we just had someone on she's in the beauty industry and we were talking about how different it must be in every avenue because in the beauty industry that's what you look for hair and makeup and all this and just to see you two on a stage and just crushing those norms societal norms i'm quoting you won't see this but i'm (laughs) quoting um it's just incredible it's honestly i don't think i could do that so i just think it's a beautiful thing that you do Paige always thinks that she can't do things but i know i know she i could not i promise i could not (laughs) but lily can so we have her to do it Inspired to do something in the future. There you go. Yep, absolutely. So ways besides like answering people's questions, do you like advocate or spread alopecia awareness? I've sort of leaned into it a little bit more now that I'm bald. I think before I was a little bit nervous too because I didn't feel like I had enough alopecia, if that makes sense. It makes sense. Like I didn't feel like it was real enough. Yep. But yeah, now, you know, I try to talk about it like alopecia awareness month and, and all of this stuff. I mean, what I've found too is Hair loss, period. Like, even if it's not alopecia. Yeah. Um, like, I have some friends with siblings or, you know, whoever who are maybe, like, experiencing some male pattern baldness. Sure. Specifically, I have one person in mind in my life that is experiencing male pattern baldness and has so much shame about it. And he is like, I, I don't know, like, if I should shave my head. I want to shave my head, but I don't think that people are going to like it and all this stuff. And so it's kind of helped me also be like, well, your hair will grow back like you right. you could you know and and right. if you hate it you, your hair will grow back which is awesome for you but also like who cares like if you like right. it that's literally period like that's what matters right so yes like alopecia awareness 100 percent, but also just bodies it's just yeah. our choice absolutely and you're always going to field comments about your body and so you might as well like have a body that you like because people are going to comment on your body anyway yep. Absolutely. Regardless, they're going to say something. They're 24-7, right? Like, they're not the ones coming home with you. You're coming home with you. You know, you're the one in this body. You're the one who has to look at it, deal with it, you know, everything. So why not love it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I know you mentioned in the beginning, you and your boyfriend, was he with you when you... So did you tell him right away? When you first met each other, were you like, hey, by the way, I have alopecia? Yeah, well, actually, we were, we have been really good friends before we started dating. So he had seen Oh, so he knew. Yeah. Okay. it's funny because my parents actually, after after I shaved my head, like, reached out to him and were just like, thank you for being so supportive. And his response was like, yeah, like, of course. Like, you know, like, why would it, one, why would my opinion ever matter? 
but he's told me too like you just you act a lot more confident and this just seems like a more natural state of being for you and so obviously like that's beautiful to me which is like when I have a great partner but two it's like that's just like how it should be you know absolutely I like that because when I shaved my head too I was terrified for probably a week I was like "Uh uh-oh did I do the right thing I'm not really sure but now knowing that I don't think I will ever grow my hair out ever again. No, yeah. Because it's just, it feels better to be able to have my shaved head. I know, I mean, I I play around with wigs all the time and beanies and head wraps and stuff, but like, yeah. it's so nice to not have my scraggly, just strands of hair on my head. I feel like that was just too much for me to process. I think I yeah. noticed my hair loss more when I had long hair than what I do when I'm, I have a shaved head. So I like that because I feel the same exact way. feel more yeah. confident with a shaved head. So that's great. We love a support supportive partner. That's because we know how scary the world can be when dating, especially with a visible difference. Yes. That's just got to be terrifying. So that's great. I want to ask the funny question. I know. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. <laughs> so do you have any moments throughout your hair loss journey that make you laugh knowing that things are like easier for you now or embarrassing moments? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what to pick? This is after kind of after I shaved my head, I have like two little cousins who are just the sweetest. But of course, like you have to explain things because like I had hair and now all of a sudden I like don't have hair. Right. And so after I shaved my head, I know their mom was very much like, don't, don't like say anything, you know, like don't talk about it. But one of them just like could not resist and was just like, why are you bald? And I was like, I could, I could answer. And I eventually I did. But I told him that I didn't eat enough vegetables. And so if he didn't eat enough, he didn't eat his vegetables, then he might be And that was really funny. And my boyfriend was there at that moment. And he was like, Lily, you're going to have to undo this. <laughs> like you have and to I tell did. him the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I first shaved my head too, one of my cousins, it's actually my mom's cousin, but he said to me, he was like, oh my God, so we can start like making bald jokes now? Like we can come up with some really good ones? And I'm like, yeah, man, sure. Like, I guess I'll just lean into that. <laughs> That's why That's we asked so that question good. though, because we love hearing embarrassing moments. We know they happen to everybody. Yeah. I mean, when That's I first, yeah, when I first started dating Damon, I used to, I mean, everybody knows this, but I used to spray my hair with that root spray and I'd like black hair. So my whole head would be stained with that black hair. It would get on everything, literally everything. And it was the bane of my existence. And I just remember like lying about what it was. And it was like my makeup, but why is it black? And like very confusing for him. But I just made up lie after lie about it. So we all have those moments, but it's always so great to like reflect on them again. Um, Because at the moment, I would have never laughed about that. Say it like happens now. You don't really care. Like I just went to a wedding with a wig. And it was sliding. I was sweaty and I didn't glue it and it was sliding back a little bit. And I just remember Damon going, hey, you can see stuff going on up there. Like, I'm sorry. So I like, so I fixed it in just a sea of people. Would have never thought that that I would be okay with something like that. And it's just cool to kind of reflect, to reflect on that. Okay. We have a bunch more questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So have there been any hurdles that you needed to take just in life in general with your hair loss or in the music industry specifically that you had to jump? I mean, I think deciding to shave my head was a pretty big decision. 
Yeah. And I think part of it was like I had such a complicated relationship with my hair for as long as I can remember. And so to me, it sort of felt like quitting a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been trying so hard and we're lucky to have the University of Iowa like so close here and they have like an experimental. I don't know where it's at now, but this time last year. They were kind of experimenting with jack inhibitors and Zeljans and medication basically to stop the part of your body that's like attacking your hair follicles. And it has a very great success rate. Like a lot of people do grow hair. The downsides of it being it suppresses your immune system. And once you stop taking it, your hair will fall out again. So it's like something that I would have to decide at 24 at the time that I was going to be on for the rest of my life, essentially, if I wanted to have hair. And that was really hard for me because it was weird to not make that decision. Maybe I wanted to be bald so bad. I wanted the attention of being bald. This is like my, what people would think of me. But like, there's like a, a cure for it, but she just like doesn't want to do that. And so she's just going to go bald and like get all this attention and whatever and, and all this stuff. So that was like the thing in my head when really I was like, you know, we just came out of a two year pandemic. I'm not really interested in anything that's going to suppress my immune system if it's not for like a greater good. And this is just cosmetic. And so it, it, it took a little while and I had to kind of make peace with knowing probably my hair will not grow again just because of where it's at probably my hair will never be as long as when I like shaved it yeah sure and my femininity I felt like that was pretty tied to it and I was never really a feminine person so that was interesting and ironically I feel like I'm able to be a little bit more feminine now for whatever reason I feel so much more comfortable with like dresses and makeup and And that's like a whole nother conversation. But I think just identity and like you worry a lot about what other people are going to think of the decisions that you're making. But going back to what we were talking about earlier, like it's ultimately nobody, anybody that has an opinion, that opinion probably doesn't mean shit because you shouldn't. Absolutely. I feel like the femininity part of it is tough for a lot of women because I remember when I first shaved my head, I was all excited for it, but I didn't recognize myself. It was hard for me to wear specific clothing, like dresses and stuff like that. It was so much easier for me to rock a a sweatshirt and sweatpants or jeans or whatever, which is normally what I wear. But I mean, I felt more comfortable with a shaved head and those things when I tried on the bathing suits or did this. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening with my brain? I can't process this. And I know that's not me. I know that's society. I know that's everything that I've grown up with and seen on TV. And I mean... Look at how many times that bald jokes are a thing or people yeah. tear people down because they have like less hair. I mean, like the big thing for men is like attacking men if, oh, your your hair is going to start receding or, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And we, we covered this years ago. I think it's when we first started the podcast where a fan at a basketball game, they decided to throw this guy, one of the players off his game was to print out flyers talking about him balding and it was like a big Trey is balding it's a chant Trey is balding so they all started chanting that to throw him off his game it's like stuff like that that we've seen time and time again in the hair loss community where we're like we understand why it's so scary to take the plunge to shave your head to take Mm -hmm. the plunge and the step to talk about your hair loss because you literally never know who you're going to be met with you don't know if the people in your life are going to support you or attack you for it or talk shit about you before it or have stadiums full of people chant at you about it yeah it's just crazy seeing everybody's different perspective and that's why we think it's so cool to have you on too because you are on a stage like there is that possibility that people could 
say terrible things, you know? Yeah. And they're not the first person that I've heard think that where you might think other people are thinking you use your bald head to get further in life or get more Mm -hmm. attention. I've heard that so many times. I've actually heard people talk about people saying that about someone's hair loss. And that's the weirdest part for me too. It's like we didn't choose to have hair loss. This is 100% what our bodies are just doing. So Mm -hmm. in fact, for people to say that about our hair loss and oh, that's going to help you get further in life and you're trying to get attention is shitty because it kind of just erases our story. Like, oh, your story doesn't matter, your journey doesn't matter, your trauma of it, everything you went through doesn't matter because you're going to, don't worry, you're going to get further in life because of this. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like, that is the weirdest thing that people would say about hair loss because it's like, I I don't think I would have ever chosen this, but I have accepted it. Right. If you told me when I was 19 years old, hey, Will you choose hair loss or having hair? I'm pretty sure I'd be like, oh, I'll have my hair. What the hell? (laughs) And who wouldn't? Like, I think most people would. What we chose is just not being, like, put down for it. Or we weren't going to anymore. We're making, like, the best out of a situation that, honestly, yeah, is pretty shitty. Right. We chose to accept it. Yeah, we're not taking control of it. Like, the drugs necessary to grow it back. And we don't know what those officially cause down, like, 30 years down the road. We don't know. They're still trying. Nobody knows, right? That chance cause something else that we have to deal with. That's just a silly thing to even try out, in my opinion. Same with me. I was going to say, in my opinion, too, like, if it's just temporary, that if you're off the medication, all your hair gets lost again and, you know, it's gone forever, I feel like that's not worth it to me because it's just a temporary fix in my my head. If there was like something to take where your hair would all grow back and then don't have to take anything to hurt your body, I'm all for it. But there's so much stuff that comes with it. Like my grandma takes a very close drug to one of the new drugs that are out for alopecia for her RA. And I mean, it's a powerful drug. She's had a lot of complications with it and just like a lot of stuff that has happened because of it. And I'm like, her RA makes sense for her to take it because her body yeah. will literally freeze up. Pain. Yeah. Yep. And like me, my hair loss, I feel like I just, I'll just accept yeah. it. I'll keep it moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like for what, you know, like, of course, like you have to always weigh costs and benefits. But when I was thinking about it too, it's like, this is because it's not necessarily because I want hair because I've always yeah. felt a little bit like stifled by my hair in the yeah. long run. But it's because I don't want other people to think like a th- certain thing about me making this yep. decision, like knowing there's something. And, and I know people have had like fantastic experiences on, and that's great, but it's important that everybody's got that choice. And we do. And that's fantastic. That's the beautiful part about it is every person has that choice to do it. And I think just opening that communication and that conversation up is great too. Because I would love to hear from people that are on it and hear what they went through or if they liked yeah. it or if they hated it. Because it's so great to get all sides of the story, you know, all sides of the experience. So, yeah. yeah. That would be a really great episode. I know, right. Absolutely. I I think I I know know of, like, yeah, of, like, two people that are doing it right now, like, the trial. Um, So, yeah, we should for sure reach out to them. So, for our next question, what lesson took the longest for you to learn in regards to hair loss? Wow. I think something I'm still learning, again, this is going back to 
things that people say to you unwarranted. You don't have to answer. And I think that's hard. And especially like I'm in the Midwest. We've got like a Midwest nice thing. Mm-hmm. You just want to be like accommodating and, and courteous. And I'm, I'm just kind of a Canada, people pleaser. We understand yeah. the nice. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and being honest. And, you know, you've got that whole other thing about like spreading awareness for it. Sometimes we'll be like, we'll be out like dancing and somebody will come up and you know, assume that I have something or another and ask me about like my journey. And it's taken me a while and it it still isn't always clicking that I don't have to engage, like have those conversations with people. One, because again, it's like, you're speaking about my body and things that I can't control. And that's like sort of out of line for you to do, whether your intentions were good or not. And two, like, you just, you just don't like, there's no, you don't owe anybody anything. And that's hard, I think for a lot of reasons. Um, that I outlined but yeah I understand that too because I mean I grew up in a family that everybody talks to everybody my dad is notorious for talking to a stranger and getting to know them and making their day so like I always am entertaining strangers and I'm like yeah okay I'll answer this and do this but like that's really hard and I think that's one of the biggest things for me to jump to because I know I'm like that so if I go out without a wig because I got patches galore and if I go out without a wig I know I'll get questions because Ariada I've never seen it in the wild so I know people will be like whoa I expect old men especially yes. come up to me and be like did a lawnmower get on your head or something stupid like that where I don't know how I'm going to respond to it like I I don't know if I would freeze in that moment I don't know yeah. if I would run away I don't know if I would be aggressive towards that person because I just I know that that will happen and I think I know I entertain people and I know that I'm like very nice and willing to talk to people but it's the crap people that terrify me so yeah I completely agree it's learning how to just walk away when you don't want to entertain someone I totally agree with that what are your best resources or people that have helped you along your journey honestly you guys you're one of the first Cause I'm still sort of like new on the bald journey specifically. And so you guys were one of the first accounts that I found. Oh, you're um, kidding. And I, yeah. And I was like following you for a little while before you I reached make out. make our day, Lily. Wait no, wait. really. And I wish I, I totally could just be saying it to flatter you, but you're, it's true. <laughs> I did um, not even expect that. Kind of like, wait, did you just say us? <laughs> no, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, That's so cool. Cause I also have Ariata. So I've got like the, the patches galore and I usually shave my head. So I'm just bald but you can still see my like follicles and whatever and Mm -hmm. so and honestly your pictures about like like growing your hair out a little bit and like your patches and just like rocking your patches was that just never seemed like an option to me right and then I saw your posts about it and was like oh shit like I don't have to do anything right (laughs) like I can do whatever I want to right so that was really big and then music wise of course like Molly Puddle um, gotta love her crooked tree i listen to probably yes. five times a week yeah, i swear to god because that's yeah. all about alopecia and her journey and yeah. oh, love her yes yeah and then you know there was the whole like jada pinkett smith thing which is really funny because that happened two weeks after i shaved my head of course um, right of course so that sent me down that journey or like down her journey with it and that's yeah. like a whole other conversation yeah i don't know I've i've learned a lot in not a year of being bald yeah. And I think this is the first time that I've really accepted alopecia. Like I put it into context in my life before and 
would be able to explain my little shark fins and whatever and why I was wearing beanies and like hot tubs on our ski trips and all this stuff and yeah I've been used to talking about it but this is the first time and maybe I just needed that external validation of being bald maybe that's just what I needed for myself but um yeah it's kind of the first time I'm going into like a community of folks that get it and that is so I know it's like our own little island (laughs) yes I agree though you know it's funny because I resonated a lot with people that would rock their patches so and people specifically that had longer hair and are rocking their patches because I never had that option because I shaved my head before I did so like one of our friend Carly she has long hair and she rocks her patches and Jess who was uh the first guest on she also has long hair and rocks her patches and I look up to people like that too because I never was comfortable enough to do that. I think that might be my one regret was I wish I kept my hair a little longer to see if I would be okay with rocking my patches like that just because I'm in a different mindset now. And so like finding people that just make sense (laughs) to you in your journey where you're like, holy crap, look at that person just rocking their alopecia and not caring Another person I'm thinking about is Gabe. Um, Mm, That's one of our really good friends, too. He rocks his patches now. I see videos. When we first had him on, he was still kind of, like, feeling it out. But now I see him rock climbing with no hat, no beanie, just him being himself. And I'm like, I look up to people like that because I'm there, but I'm not there. So it's nice to see people doing it because that pushes me just a little further to kind of get out there and do it myself. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm probably going to go cry. <laughs> that, I mean it. I totally mean it. That really took, like, just, we're just here to talk to people. Like, that was our whole thing. We were like, listen, Kristen was hiding for, you know, 19, 20 years, and I was hiding for, like, 10, and we were like, let's talk about this. Let's get everybody's perspective on their hair loss, and yours has been incredible. And mm-hmm. we, I always, like, watch your lives and everything that you've been Are doing. You? Oh. Um, just because you're very talented. I just wanted to say that you are wildly talented and your voice is incredible. So I can't, I can only imagine what you sound like on a stage. Thank you. But I would love to see you on a stage. It'd be cool to go to a show. What'd you say? (laughs) She said, are you going to uh, Canada? Calgary. Calgary specifically. No, uh, no immediate plans, unfortunately. Maybe a 2024 goal? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Michigan. So I'm I'm fairly oh, yeah I'm fairly close. So I, whenever you tour again, I would absolutely make the track yeah. because I think it would be really cool to see someone with alopecia just on stage and watching them. So yeah, yeah. very cool. All right, ask our favorite question. Yes, our favorite question to ask: What is since you're so new, since you just braved the shaved? I'm very interested yes. in what you're going to say. What is one piece of advice that you would want to give to someone new to hair loss or possibly regressing right now with the hair loss? Hmm. I would say summer sunscreen. (laughs) (laughs) Summer sunscreen. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, actually. That's the, that, you know, there were a few unsolicited conversations I had with some men that I let pass because they were like, hey, if you haven't done this before, you need to put sunscreen on that. And I was like, okay, (laughs) actually, could you stay? Because I have some questions. Yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. I was like a little worried about it. And I thought that it would be gross for my head. And I had a great summer and it was because of my sunscreen. Yeah. Protecting your scalp. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I think if you don't have a community, look for one. I think especially if you grow up with it, 
it's easy to just kind of like put in somewhere in your mind and like kind of forget that it's a thing until it flares and then you're down and you feel a little bit bad about it and it just it helps so much to have people in your timeline and people that you're listening to that are going through the same thing because otherwise it can feel like you're kind of a unicorn yeah and you know you're kind of like the only one and and you're just not like a lot of people experience alopecia it's just whether or not they're going to talk about it isn't it weird to know that where you live there's probably so many alopecians but they oh, don't yeah. talk about it or they don't, they know. don't know or they don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz i feel like i got alopecia way earlier than i think cuz my yeah. hair started thinning like getting really really thin around like ninth grade when yeah. i was in high school i thought it was just because i teased my hair and i dyed my hair mm-hmm. and i did all the fun stuff to it but it was like really thin and yeah. that's when i started wearing extensions so i think i honestly got it way earlier but i didn't know about alopecia i didn't have people right. inspecting my head i wasn't looking at my head you know what i mean so like well, crazy looking after scalping for i know like, exactly like, <laughs> hey yeah. maybe i might be like parents oh monthly bumps <laughs> monthly bumps <laughs> ticks Takes her a thing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, let's make bald spots a thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody start checking your heads. (laughs) Look for bald spots. It's true. There's probably so many more people that have it that don't know, that aren't a part of the alopecia population. There's millions and millions of people that have it. But, you know, we get, I know we're going to close it out, but we get time and time again, like 60, 70 year old people Mm. that message us about, oh my God. Thank you for doing your podcast. I've had this for 60 years and I don't talk about it. So like yeah. this, this has helped me talk about it a little bit more. And that in itself is everything to us. That's our goal is like when we first started this, I never even thought about people like that. I thought about young people. I thought about people our age. I never thought about the older generations that have alopecia and have never spoken about it. Yeah. So we just didn't want anybody to ever feel alone again. And if we could do that for people, that's. That's basically why we do this. You got yeah. it. Absolutely. And it really helps. It makes it so much easier. And we just, we want to say thank you. Thank you so much thank for being you. on and giving thank your, you. yeah, your me. perspective and your story. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to see what you do with your career and your music. And children eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll end up looking like True. us. <laughs> no kidding. Gosh. <laughs> but thank you again, Lily. It has been incredible yes, having you on. Thank you, guys. And thanks for that head wrap. It looks so great on you, too. my favorite. Oh, I love it. That's so great. I know. Congrats on winning that. That's so exciting. All right. Our lovely chick bit of the day. So the Nobel Peace Prize is named after Alfred Nobel, the inventor of dynamite. (laughs) The Nobel Peace Prize. He's the inventor of dynamite. Love it. (laughs) Explosive. This man is explosive. (laughs) Oh my god, my phone oh, isn't funny anymore. I anyway, know. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dozebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need will be in our direct me, which will be in the episode description. Until next time, guys, bald pack out.